Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Big Bang Theory, Season 12, Episode 3, Peeps, The Procrastion Calculation. This episode is, I think, my favorite so far because it is so very funny. In this episode, Raj decides to meet the woman that his dad is arranging for him to marry named Anu. She is rather commanding. <clears throat> I don't mean it weird. I mean, yeah, she's kind of got a big personality and um, very commandeering of things. And so Raj decides to go ahead and marry Anu. And in the process of meeting her for the first time and then going back and talking with with Howard and Leonard and Sheldon about it, Sheldon is ecstatic. He thinks this is a brilliant idea of Raj's. And Quite frankly, again, I totally get Sheldon. I've had many friends from India who've had arranged marriages. And if you're going to get married, even as a Western, this sounds really weird. I think it's the most practical way to get married because you do have a questionnaire. You know where you stand with someone before you even meet them. You know if your families like each other or if they're going to be at each other's throats. I mean, to me, every arranged marriage I've seen from India with my friends who are married by arranged marriage or also with my friends' parents who are in an arranged marriage, because some of my friends are young enough, they're not married yet. And all of them, I have to say, undoubtedly have the some of the happiest and best relationships of any married couples I have ever seen. Again, I'm not really into dating or marriage personally. It's just not my thing. But if you were going to do that, to me, I've always thought that's the most practical way if that is something that is a life goal of yours. So Raj is going ahead and getting married this way. His friend Howard is really upset about this because he's going, Raj has always been the romantic of the bunch and it bothers him that he's giving up on the romance. I really like at the end of this episode where Raj is going for a second date with Anu. And Anu is discussing taxes and how they're going to file them for their second date. And Raj was hoping they would discuss, you know, flowers and wedding theme for the wedding. And he sits there and he goes, you know, Anu, this is nothing against you, but this isn't the story I want to tell my grandkids on how I met my wife. And he says, you know, I'm very sorry to have taken up your time this way, to have made you think that we're getting married, but I can't do this. And, you know, I think it's at this point that I, this is one of the few times in the entire series where I do appreciate Raj, not because he's saying that arranged marriages are bad. He's simply saying, I don't want to marry a woman who, for our second time of meeting, all she wants to do is discuss how we're going to file our taxes rather than what life are we going to create? What are we going to do for our event that's going to celebrate the start of our life together? I mean, I think this is one point where Raj does have a valid moment because personally, I think, you know, if you don't have a good story to tell your grandkids, then it's probably not the one for you. I mean, I don't know, just saying. I'm not really into these whole sweep you off your feet kind of tales, but something between that and how are we going to do our taxes jointly or separately is maybe a good middle ground, I'm just saying. But anyway, it's at this point that the story takes an interesting turn because Anu looks at him and goes, you know, thank you for telling me this. And she gets up and she's such a 
strong and kind of domineering woman, you're going, this is kind of odd. And I will say that I'm a skeptic when it comes to this kind of thing. And I'm looking at Anna going, you know, she wants to marry someone. And so she's maybe willing to do this simply so she gets married. I mean, no offense, but she does stand up and she goes, you know what, Raj? Thank you for being honest about this. Thank you for saying that you don't want to marry someone you can't have a good story with. And she says, you know what, this tells me that you will be a good parent. This tells me that you will, when you do meet the right person, be the person you need to be. And she said, if we can basically start this over, I would like to ask you one more time if maybe, just maybe, we could get married. And it's at this point that they have a romantical moment. But I think this is an interesting scene because most people, when they hear about arranged marriages, go, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Anna, personally, every single arranged marriage I have seen has worked out exceptionally well. Now, I know that that is not how it always works out. I mean, India has a very high percentage of women who die each year because their dowries weren't enough and they are killed, usually in kitchen accidents. So I'm just saying, and that's not a joke. If you want to listen to more about that, you can watch... Um, oh, what is it? The Wati East, Feast of Love by um, Bollywood. And it's quite an interesting look. I mean, it's it's not a true story, but it brings to light some things about the bad side that can happen with arranged marriages and dowries and things of that nature in India. But on the other hand, I'm really not sure as a Western culture, the whole way that Westerners typically look at love, look at romance, look at marriage. I mean, Percentage-wise, it hasn't worked out all too well that way either. I mean, there's a much higher diverse rate among those who do not have arranged marriages than those that do. And I think one of the main reasons is, is with the arranged marriages, especially the ones that come from India, in particular in that culture, they do have commonalities. They have time to figure out this person has similar interests, similar goals before they end up meeting. And to me, this is a lot different than internet dating as well, simply because you've got both families working together on this project, rather than just two individuals who filled out something on eHarmony. Now, I'm not saying that eHarmony is bad, good, or indifferent. I'm simply saying there's a lot more thought and care that goes into an arranged marriage, for example, as shown in this show, than a regular situation. It's also during this whole time with Raj meeting Anu and Howard being mad at Raj and Raj being mad at Howard that Penny fills out the questionnaire with Leonard from the Indian, um, basically arranged marriage site that um, Raj's dad set him up with Anu through. And Penny reveals that she does not want to have kids. This ends up causing a lot of trouble because Bernadette's mad at her. She does not want to have kids. Um, she, um, Amy is upset with her because she's like, if you don't have kids, who's going to be friends to my kids? Because they'll have me and children's DNA in them, and it will be really hard for them to have friends. And I'm like, um, that's kind of funny. But anyway, she, Penny doesn't want to have kids at this point in time. Now, I think it's funny that by the end of the season, huge spoiler alert, Penny is pregnant. And, you know, I think it's kind of interesting in human nature where a lot of people who say, you know, they don't want kids, they don't want to get pregnant, end up changing their mind on that very quickly over a short period of time. I met several people who are like, 
I don't want to have kids. I don't want that in my life. And then lo and behold, less than three months later, they've completely changed their opinion on that. And I personally think kids are absolutely awesome. I mean, that's one part of my life. It's like, I don't want to live a life without the laughter of children. I mean, I can imagine a world without that, as Brian Andre says, but it wouldn't have the same laughter and noise. It's one of my favorite quotes of his, by the way. But if you haven't checked out Brian Andre's, go check out his story, People Peeps. It's absolutely stellar. But kids, to me, are like one of the most amazing treasures on the planet. Now, having them biologically, I, you know, that's everyone's own dis- decision. For me, it's like, I really don't want to carry an alien around for nine months. I mean, I totally get pinny not wanting to do that. No offense. It's like, oh, nine months. That's a long time. You have to love someone an awful lot to carry a kid for nine months. But, you know, that's just Anna and how she looks at the world sometimes. But, you know, I love how at the end of this episode, Penny has not changed her mind. She has not decided, I'm going to have kids. But what she has done is she has spoken with Leonard and said, Leonard, I'm sorry that I don't want to have kids. And that is troubling our relationship because I know that's something that you want. And I feel bad that's something that I currently don't want to have right now. But I also know that there are other things that you mentioned that you haven't had in your life and you're okay with. And in the spirit of that, I rent you through the Batmobile for a day. And she basically rents the Batmobile and they go driving around um, Los Angeles in the Batmobile. And I love this scene because it shows that, yeah, couples may have differing opinions on major decisions, such as having children, for example, but that doesn't keep them from loving one another. And it doesn't certainly keep them from figuring out how, well, I can't make Leonard happy by being okay with having kids right now, but I can show him that, you know, just because you don't think you can have certain things in your life doesn't mean you can't. For example, you never thought you could have the Batmobile, and I'm going to show you that for one day you can drive the Batmobile. And I love this part of Penny. It's one of the reasons that she is my most favorite female character on this show. I mean, Penny is kind of, everyone thinks she's a simple character because she's not that smart. I mean, Brilliance rise, her IQ is pretty low in the production. I'm going to be completely honest. But the thing I think that Penny has that some of the other characters in this show don't is she does have the ability to sit there and do something through care and through consideration, whether it's how she interacts with Sheldon, especially in the beginning of the series. I loved how Penny could reach out to Sheldon in ways that the other characters simply could not or would not. And how even as the story progresses, she continues to have that level of care where she will do something that you're going is so cool and walk it of her that you just can't help but admire that part of her. Now, there's other parts of her that you're going, "Eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, she's a really cool character. And I think the same with her and Leonard and the issue regarding are we going to have children? Are we not going to have children? And her kind of adding a bomb to the whole situation by saying, well, you never thought you'd have the Batmobile. So here you have the Batmobile for a day. And it's not the same thing, but it still is interesting because it shows how people relate to one another in complicated and complex situations. And I think that's what I really liked about the series. And again, I'm not trying to be weird about arranged marriages or e-harmony or anything like that. Or if someone chooses to have children, if someone chooses not to have children, because I think that is a very 
personal decision. How you live your life is something that only you are responsible for and only you have the ability to choose. So this is not me saying everyone should have children, everyone shouldn't have children, everyone should have an arranged marriage, everyone shouldn't have an arranged marriage. I'm simply saying that there are perks and positive and negative things to every situation. And because everyone's an individual, they have to make their own decisions regarding that. And I really think how people dealt with that in this episode was really cool to see. And so I would give this episode a 10. Now, I did not like the part regarding Stuart bringing home his girlfriend, Denise, at night, which that was a little tricky for Howard and Bernadette. I mean, I think having roommates that are in relationships is kind of a, a difficult thing. It's it's not easy to navigate. You don't know exactly how to relate to one another in those kind of situations. Now, do I think that they handled that pretty well as a couple, even though it was Howard and Bernadette? Yeah, I think they handled it pretty well. But I do think it was maybe perhaps inconsiderate of Stuart to be doing that without, I mean, he's he really shouldn't even probably be living in their house the way he is. But, you know, they've been doing that for years, too. And they also have a rhythm of life that they've both reached. And so I'm going, you know, everyone's got to, again, figure out what works for them. But that was a, one part I wasn't, I didn't really like about this episode. But the rest of it, I really thought was well done. And I really thought brought to light some difficult questions and didn't really provide answers to them but provided the way that people worked through the questions, maybe to more questions. Because, you know, I don't think the, in life, it's not really about finding the answers to everything. I mean, some things you're going to be asking why for eternity on. But it is about asking good questions. And sometimes those questions lead you to ask better questions. And to stay curious about life, to cur curious about different things, and that can lead to some really amazing, interesting things. So there we go. But I just wanted to bring that up, and I hope you guys have a great day. Bye-bye.